What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and today we're going to talk about a very controversial topic that is going to be heavily debated and discussed in the 2020 presidential campaign cycle. It's definitely going to be mentioned in the debates. We're talking about reparations. First thing to make clear is that reparations should have been something that was done a long time ago. And the second thing to mention is that reparations is not to save somebody. It's to make amends, at least in a financial fashion, uh, for the harm that was caused. And also to give to black Americans the same benefits that white Americans have enjoyed and try to create an equal balance um, between the people of the United States. Now, for example, we don't call it reparations when we speak about the post-World War II assistance that was given to many, many, many white Americans in order to buy their first properties. The, the assistance that was given to buy these properties was not given to black Americans. As we know, there was active, active oppression and discrimination in lending practices, in offering of, of monies um, for assistance in programs. Um, it is a big misconception in the United States that some people really think it was applied equally. It was not. As we know, voting rights hadn't even been extended equally at this time frame. So you already know this federal money wasn't being allotted to everybody equally. So white Americans got a huge boost. They were able to lower their cost of living because they owned their own properties. It allowed them to save money and send their kids off to get higher education, which meant continued generational wealth. And also that property was wealth that they could then pass on to their family. So it, it built exponentially from the post-World War II generation all the way to the present day. And so reparations is uh, seeking to level the playing field. And it, like I said, it should have been done a long time ago, right? You know, this is something that could have been taken care of many, many years ago. But as we know, this was a constant, consistent battle. Um, certain people in the United States flat out don't want to admit to how uh, wrong slavery was, don't want to admit to how long term the ramifications of slavery has been for the United States and in particular black Americans, how long term this struggle has existed. Also, don't get it twisted, just because we have many, many examples of successful black Americans, that doesn't mean the reparations should not be paid. Because the reality is, every black American today, whatever situation they are in, economically speaking, it took struggle. It took like two, three, sometimes five times as much struggle as a white American to get to whatever level it is that this person is at this present time. So don't get it twisted. There's a lot of successful black people. That is very, very true. But still, reparations are still owed because it's reparations not only for the suffering that was endured in the past, but also the additional struggle and challenges faced by black Americans just to get to where everyone is today. And that's basically the why of it. You know, the United States has to make amends for um, these human rights abuses that existed for hundreds of years. And we still have not properly um, remedied the issues uh, related to slavery and the aftermath thereafter but at least reparations is a start going in the right direction because of the economics um, and other aspects that it can uh, that it can remedy, you know, or at least assist with remedying, you know. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into how reparations should look. Like, what should it actually consist of? Some people um, assume that maybe reparations will just be a check that will be given to every person who is a descendant of um, enslaved persons. Um, some people are saying they would prefer to see it in the form of investment in neighborhoods and facilities. I'm going to say that the second one is bullshit, and this is the reason why. 
um, a lot, like, just using New Orleans as an example, after Katrina, there were a lot of federal monies that were used to rebuild uh, properties that then went on to benefit people who were not actually impacted by Katrina. What I mean by that is there were people who were given federal monies to renovate properties who were not from here, um, who did not lose property, who did not have upheaval of their life, right? And these were the people who were given access to some of these monies for these particular locations. Um, and they made profit off of federal monies meant to do rebuilding and, and getting people back home comfortable and safe, right? Um, the federal money was misallotted in that way. It was not used to uplift and build up the people of New Orleans who had suffered so much as it was just, let's rebuild the city so that it can function again, no matter who makes the money or no matter who gets benefited. That was basically the route that it went, right? The idea was they just wanted New Orleans back functioning. It was not about necessarily getting the people back who were the property owners. Uh, it was just, get, let's get the city running again because New Orleans needed to be running for the country to function properly. That's basically the approach they made. So that means that if you're just investing in, in, in rebuilding properties and facilities and whatnot and investing in programs or whatever, it's not necessarily actually going to benefit the people that you're talking about helping. That's a proven point, proven time and time again. So I was thinking about some of the inequity in the United States and how could reparations be applied in a way that directly impacted and uplifted people. Well, when you look at where some of the inequity stems from, aside from racism, looking at the inequity in a way that reparations can actually um, have an impact. One of those ways is property ownership. Because as we know, after World War II, there was a major move by the federal government to increase the number of property owners in the nation. The unfortunate side of this is that racism guided and, and controlled how that system was applied. The majority of the recipients of this funding were white Americans. And a lot of people have to admit that. If you're a white American, you have to, you know, you can even ask your family, you know, did grandpa and grandma get federal money for this for the purchase of this property? A, a large number of them did, okay? What that ended up doing is, it allowed for white Americans of that generation to own property, to have a, a lower cost of living, and they were able to set aside money, grow wealth, send their kids off for good education, um, and have some wealth to pass on to their children. And then of course it was able to grow um, for many, many Americans, for white Americans specifically, it was able to grow um, and give to grandkids and great grandkids. And now we're seeing the great grandkids will be benefiting in this next generation. So the reason I'm pointing this out is because even though we have a lot of successful black Americans, they didn't get the same kind of assistance. And that's something that's not often talked about and it needs to be understood. So something that reparations can do is address this issue. So that across the board, um, all black Americans should receive reparations that would equate to what white Americans received. So you're talking about like down payment and closing costs being covered so that a lot more people can buy their first property. For people who already own property, they could simply receive a refund check, reimbursement for the fact that they did that on their own, okay? That's what reparations should look like. Giving people that same equivalent boost upward in mobility. Now, the next thing that reparations could look like in my personal opinion would be 
All black Americans should have zero dollars owed in student loans. Off top, if you owe student loans, you should have them forgiven 100% across the board. If you've already paid towards your student loans, you get all that money back. That's what I feel. That's what reparations needs to be, okay? That's one of the things that could be done. For those who have not gotten you know, job training or um, certain education that they would like to have to advance economically, that should be free of charge. For all black Americans, education of higher education or job certifications should be free. The reason I say that is because that was another offshoot of the movement for home ownership and property ownership after World War II. Uh, one of the major things was that white Americans were able to afford higher education for their children. So making amends for that, all black Americans should get free higher education and reimbursement of any monies that they have paid so far. Another thing that's definitely vital to the situation is the health impact. I think all black Americans should get free health care. And when I say that, I don't mean at public health facilities alone. What I mean by this is people should get, uh, black Americans should get, I said people, that means everybody. Black Americans should definitely get free health care immediately um, because as we know, the years of slavery and then the years of outright Jim Crow oppression and even to this present day with the continued uh, stigma placed on black bodies, there's this constant state of pressure. Even though, you know, most black Americans will explain to you that not everybody really feels something on a daily day-to-day -day basis, but there's the constant knowing every day that it could happen. And that's a massive stressor. Also, looking at just the, the pressures of surviving and trying to build wealth and trying to grow and have a functional life, you know, no matter what level of success someone is in, you know, as a black American, there's an added stress. And so this has dwindled down on the health. And we know this for a fact. We see this in health outcomes. Um, and, you know, just number one, it just it's just a good look. It's just a great way of having reparations. Also, I want to say this, like I mentioned, not just the public facilities, but any facility this person wants to go to. And it should extend beyond, like, so-called, you know, typical care. I'm not going to say traditional because traditional care is not the kind of modern care that we have today. So I'm not going to use the term traditional. But... Free healthcare should extend to things like acupuncture, natural healing, herbal remedies, having doulas and midwives in the, in the delivery room. All of this should be paid fully and completely by the federal government and the state governments. Definitely the state governments of the South. We just got to be honest, y'all. Okay? This is something that is owed. So when we talk about reparations, this is something that could be done that would immediately impact the health, the economics, and the education of all black Americans. Um, and it would be a starting point. I don't even think this is where we're necessarily in, but this is definitely a great move in the right direction to say empowering and investing directly into the people who are descendants of uh, the enslaved Africans of, of the United States. So obviously, like I said, this is just a starting point. I think that there should be more than that because when we look at um, the investment that this would actually cost per you know person, it's probably still not going to equate to what reparations would be overall, but maybe it will. I don't know the budget on that. Another thing that I thought about was about investment in business investment, um, especially like all existing black-owned businesses could should definitely receive some form of reparations. Um, people who want to start a business, there should be a way of applying that as well. Um, I don't really have a brick and mortar type of business. I have more like digital businesses. So I don't really know how that works. But if somebody has an idea out there, like what would reparations look like as far as like business investment? Like for current 
black owned businesses and those that might be open in the future, what would that look like? What would you guys feel like you needed as a business owner specifically um, that reparations could address? And I want to hear from other people. What are some other things that could be done for reparations to be applied? And anybody out there who says they don't feel like this is necessary, you have to understand reparations, number one, should have been done immediately in the aftermath of the Civil War. And so that's the only reason why we're having to deal with it in the present day is because it wasn't done in the past. Okay. And so there was a continued oppression and all these issues have simply multiplied. Um, and that the current state, you know, you can say, well, hey, I know a lot of successful black Americans. Yeah, honey, I know there's a lot of successful black Americans, but they had to go through so much to get to where they are right now. Like every person that you're thinking of, ask them a direct question. Like, how did you get there? You know, every black American, you know, has had to struggle to get to where they are more so not saying and once again i've said this in one of the identity episodes this is not saying that white people don't have to work what this is saying is that black americans have to work twice as hard as white americans and that's reality sometimes three times as hard just to get to whatever level um they are at present that's reality so let's just be honest about it you know you should not be ready to deny it i'm trying you know i'm presenting this in a loving manner because I do believe that the majority of people want to do the right thing and I'm not worried about the assholes out there who don't care about the human rights abuses that have been done in this country because they're going to continue to feel how they feel we need to look at this logistically just as like a legal matter this is just the legally just thing to do it's 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 moral it's ethical and it's just the legally right thing to do overall and if it's not already on the books it should be because it was on the books, and then of course the South struck back and was like, nah, we're not going to do that back then in the 1860s. Well, we have a chance to do better, and I think that we should, and I think a lot of people listening would agree with me. So whether you agree or not, hit me up at Word of a Rebel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's keep this conversation going. What do you think reparations should look like? And especially from business owners, I want to hear from y'all. What would reparations look like for you as a black business owner? Peace.